Welcome to the Herlowerlandia News Summary. Poland has, this week, drawn itself into the current wave of tit-for-tat diplomatic expulsions between the US and its allies and Russia, while expressing strong support for the action of the Czech government over the alleged Russian role in a 2014 ammunition depot explosion in the country. The Constitutional Tribunal has moved to set a time limit on how long the controversial Adam Bodner can continue effectively as an acting Human Rights Commissioner. Poland has once again commemorated the anniversary of the 1943 Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. The main news stories over the past week have included Poland backs new US sanctions on Russia, expelling three diplomats, with Russia retaliating in kind. Morawiecki hints at a wider reopening of the Polish economy at the end of May or early June, as there is some easing of restrictions in 11 provinces. A constitutional tribunal ruling means Adam Bodner cannot continue beyond another three months as Human Rights Commissioner. And Poland marks the 78th anniversary of the 1943 Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Last Thursday, Russia's ambassador to Poland, Sergei Andreev, was called to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Warsaw to be notified that three employees of the Russian embassy were being declared persona non grata and expelled from Poland for what was termed detrimental activities. It was part of Poland's expression of support with new US sanctions imposed on Russia by the Biden administration last week. Poland said the diplomats were being expelled for the violation of diplomatic status and carrying out activities to the detriment of Poland by the indicated persons. In a statement on Friday, the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs said it would expel five Polish diplomats from the country in retaliation. Poland expressed strong support for Saturday's action by the Czech government in expelling 18 Russian diplomats over the alleged involvement of Russian agents in an October 2014 explosion at a Czech ammunition depot. They were allegedly the same two people accused in the notorious 2018 Novichok Nervk agent poisoning case in Salisbury. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs commented, Allied solidarity and immediate reaction. This is what makes us strong. Poland fully supports the Czech Republic's decision to expel 18 Russian diplomats connected to the 2014 ammunition depot explosion. Russia responded on Sunday by expelling 20 Czech diplomats. Meanwhile, Poland is continuing to vocally support Ukraine in the face of the Russian military build-up on its eastern border. During a video conference meeting of EU foreign ministers on Monday, Poland's Zbigniew Rau called on the EU to take concrete steps to support Ukraine and avoid a further escalation of tension. He also called for the preparation of possible response scenarios should Russia decide to escalate. On Monday, the very limited relaxation in some COVID-19 restrictions announced last week came into effect with play schools once again open to all children, not just to those of essential service personnel, and outdoor sports facilities reopening. A staged easing of restrictions is anticipated over the coming weeks. 
The recent stabilisation and indeed overall downward trajectory in reported COVID-19 cases in Poland has continued over the past week. On Wednesday, officials reported 13,926 new cases and 740 deaths, at least partially attributed to COVID-19. Wednesday's figures brought the total number of reported COVID-19 cases in Poland to 2.72 million, with 63,473 deaths. Poland is continuing its aggressive vaccination strategy, with the opening on Monday of a pilot network of 16 mass public vaccination centres throughout the country, one in each province. The plan is that ultimately around 600 such facilities will be brought into operation, in addition to the existing 6,700 vaccination sites. As of Wednesday, Poland reported that a total of 9.21 million people had received a COVID-19 vaccination, of which 6.87 million had received one dose and another 2.34 million are fully vaccinated, either with the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine or two doses of another vaccine. Speaking in Gdansk last Friday, Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki said it was highly likely that Poland will develop what is termed as herd immunity to COVID-19 by the end of June. He said that, Today we stand a chance to defeat the pandemic, but first we all should want to get vaccinated. Morawiecki announced that by May 10th, all adult Poles who want one will be able to schedule an appointment for vaccination. On Tuesday, Cabinet Minister Michał Dworczyk announced a detailed timetable. From April 26th, those born in 1974 and 1975 will be allowed to register. And each subsequent day until May 9th, people born from 1976 to 2003 will be allowed to register on a staggered basis. Morawiecki also told Monday's press conference that Poland may within the next two months be able to reopen large parts of its economy that remain closed or severely restricted. He said that we are getting closer to the turning point, adding that this may in the coming weeks lead to a situation in which, at the turn of May and June, it will be possible to unfreeze a significant part of the economy. On Wednesday, Health Minister Adam Nijelski announced a further modest easing of restrictions in 11 provinces with fewer COVID-19 cases from next week. Beauty parlours and hairdressers will be allowed to reopen, and a system combining online and on-site schooling for younger pupils will be introduced. Last Thursday, Poland's controversial Human Rights Commissioner, Adam Bodner, had his continued tenure in the post lightly truncated by a constitutional tribunal ruling that had provision allowing the Commissioner to remain in office at the end of his term, pending the appointment of a successor, is unconstitutional. Bodner's term officially expired on September 9th last year. A successor to Bodner has yet to be approved by the Polish Parliament. Announcing the unanimous ruling, Judge Julia Siwemska, the President of the Tribunal, said the provision would cease to have legal effect three months after the ruling is published in the Journal of Laws. On Tuesday, President Duda signed into law a new measure giving increased pension rights 
the former government opponents during the communist era or those who were victims of the repression. They will be entitled to state pension or disability payouts of 2,400 swatik per month. Do the comment that it is thanks to their hard effort, their suffering, their struggle, and of course that of their loved ones, that we can enjoy freedom today. The latest monthly SEPA OS political opinion poll has repeated the recent pattern of support for the ruling bloc having fallen to the low 30% range. It gives Prabo Isprevedli Vosht, with their coalition allies, 32%, followed by Shimon Hwabnius, Polska Devotishanste Pienstjeshant movement, on 16%, still ahead of the Koalitsia Obavitelska bloc, primarily Platform Obavitelska, the main opposition party currently in parliament, on 14%. However, the civic coalition is up 3% compared to last month. Amid continuing speculation about even the medium, let alone the long-term future of the Zednichona Pravitsa ruling bloc, especially the continuation in it of Porozumienia, the poll can be viewed as mixed news for the government. While their support has clearly been significantly dented in recent months, so long as the main opposition centrist vote is almost equally divided between Koalitsia Obavitelska and Polska Devotishanse Pientjeshant, they would still be well positioned in the event of an early general election. Last Monday, April 19th, marked the 78th anniversary of the 1943 Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, in which the Jewish community, who had been herded into a ghetto in central Warsaw, rose up against their Nazi German oppressors. Commemorative events were muted due to the current restrictions, but as in previous years, Sirens wailed throughout the capital to mark the start of the ill-fated uprising. President Andrzej Duda wrote on Twitter, They chose to fight. They chose bravery. Praise and glory to the heroes. The president took part in a ceremony honouring the uprising fighters in central Warsaw. The uprising, in which an estimated 13,000 fighters died, lasted until May 16th, in what was the first major uprising in Nazi-occupied Europe, as well as being the largest act of armed resistance by Jews during the Second World War. That's all for this week.